Welcome everyone to the Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast, a Prairie Proud Wrestling Podcast covering everything from Winnipeg to worldwide. My name is Blair Pacheco. I hope you're doing well. Before we kick into this week's episode, I just want to touch base on one thing. Uh, this past weekend, I was lucky enough to head down to Minneapolis, went down, watched uh, AEW Full Gear, and I was lucky enough to go to Rampage as well, and that was a great time. I just want to uh, give a shout out to everyone who was down there. Uh, got to run into a couple uh, guests who were on the show, Sammy Peppers and Sebastian Taylor. They were both down there, uh, so got to chat with them a little bit, so it was nice to be able to do that. And I want to give a special thanks to uh, everyone that I got to uh, spend a lot of the weekend with so i mean to uh brady and brandon and tyler ryan cassie all of them were great it showed me a great time down in minneapolis it was a lot of fun and it was uh, it was just honestly it was a great time it was a lot of fun to be had lots of laughs lots of good stories and uh yeah it just it was a nice little uh, addition to the weekend so i was i'm very thankful that i got to spend some time with all of them so yeah so that was awesome full gear was great uh, as you all know but this week for this week's episode, I was joined by a very special guest. Uh, wrestling out in on the West Coast, mainly in BC. Uh, he's wrestled for a new for 365, uh, a couple other promotions out in BC, which he gets into. There's quite a few. Um, but uh, I was joined this week by Judas Icarus. So if you're not familiar with him, Judas is incredibly talented in the ring. He's a bright young up-and-comer he's still young he's only been doing it for a few years but he is absolutely incredible in the ring you definitely have to check out some of his matches so he's been wrestling for new which is a new new it's a new promotion out in vancouver as well they've really been stepping it up they've been doing uh you know shows where they run the show and then a few weeks later they put the entire thing up on youtube so it's definitely worth checking out but Judas and I, we get into all sorts of different stuff, talking about uh, his career, uh, how dealing with the pandemic and how a career choice allowing him to help other people affected him. Gets into that, you know, all of the regular stuff, favorite matches, inspirations. And we get to talk about a couple of matches that he was a part of, you know, one being against Josh Alexander, who's, you know, he's right up there in wrestling today. He's one of the top names in Impact and he's making a name well, not making a name, he's already made a name for himself, but he's wrestling all over the uh, independence as well. So got to face off with Josh Alexander, Brody King. So we talked about that, even more matches he was a part of. So all that, so much more. Now on the Greatmaker Wrestling Podcast, Judas Icarus. So let's get into how you first got into wrestling. You know, as a fan growing up, what was it that first drew you to it? Um, I, I obviously remember just like flicking channels and I was, it kind of didn't hit me until like maybe like young adulthood. Um, and I had my own TV in my room and I was just flicking and I remember it was like the great collie. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was like my first, like, well, he's a spectacle though too. So, I mean, it makes sense, but yeah, I remember the great collie was one of my first, like, holy crap, what the hell is this? Um, which is like really funny in hindsight now. Um, <laughs> but at the time he was freaking awesome too. Like all the stuff he was doing with like 
like crushing like Rey Mysterio's head until like he bled out of his eyes. That's dope as shit. Um, <laughs> so I think it was that. And then I think um, I kind of just recognized the name of like the show. And then I just started watching it every once in a while. And then I was just like, oh, this is really freaking cool. Cause I had no like, um, I don't know. Like I'd never even like heard of like anything about it really before. Like I didn't really know even like Hulk Hogan or something, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like brand, brand new for me. And then I fucking went like head first in um, and my mom got me like action figures. I remember for like my first uh, Easter after, I don't know why she bought me gifts on Easter. I'm spoiled, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was like, a, it was like a triple combo pack and it had like triple H Batista and like, Oh, somebody else really cool. Triple H, I don't know, but it was like a triple pack, and it was like mm-hmm. just like the, the the best at the time. So I remember, and then that kind of started on like a wrestling figure, a whole binge, and I accumulated like a hundred and like twenty by the time I was done. But um, yeah, and then I found like a one of my best friends. Um, I met him like around the same time, and he also kind of just started getting into it. So that was kind of our like relationship together as friends and our friendship. So um yeah it was really cool kind of like finding somebody else that was like into that right away too mm-hmm. it wasn't just me <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah that was kind of yeah that's kind of the start i think you know it's the great Kali bringing fans of all ages together to appreciate <laughs> wrestling great Kali brings yeah the whole world <laughs> together i think yeah so what was it that uh, made you decide to actually get into wrestling what, what, yeah. what point Sure. So um, I did, as like most people did, like a lot of like backyard stuff. We did trampoline wrestling and we like filmed it all for YouTube and stuff. You can find it somewhere. I'm not going <laughs> 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 to. If you, if you really want to find it, you'll find it. But it's uh, still on there somewhere. But um, yeah, so we did a lot of that stuff. And I really like like doing that we only we only had like five friends obviously that were actually like into wrestling or anything so it was like <laughs> playing with a lot of masked characters and all that <laughs> bullshit and like um obviously on a trampoline but uh yeah that was kind of after i kind of uh stopped liking it for a bit and like the beginning of high school when like everything stopped being cool you know <laughs> and you were just kind of interested in like fitting in and wrestling wasn't part of that but um by the end of high school we started doing that again and um then I kind of decided once I graduated that I wanted to find a training facility mm-hmm. um and my plan originally was to like move to like Florida or like some crazy shit and <laughs> like train for like six months and just like hope for the best but um Eddie Osborne ended up uh opening a training school in Campbell River which was literally like half an hour away from me and I just heard because my friends ended up going to uh, one of the local shows and so it was just kind of too perfect to look it in the face and not try and take that um yeah and that's kind of how it started so I was like hey man it's like right there and if you don't do it now you know so that was like the very end of grade 12 um for me when I started training now what was it like learning under Eddie Osborne um really cool so he he comes off as like this really I mean, like his his in ring persona and him outside of the ring, he's very like stoic and um, uh, he has like a big presence about him too. But um, underneath, he's a uh, a large teddy bear. I swear, um, he's really he's really like a super sweet, very genuine 
just human being um, cares a lot about a lot of other people and he's um, really has a good mind for wrestling. So I think kind of all those factors in, uh, you know, in, in making all of us when we started training, like it was, it was the right amount of like, um, you know, love, but also criticism and, you know, effort, but also um, critique, you know, it was just like a really good combo of everything. And it was, um, it was a really good fundamental for like my basics and everything. Um, mm -hmm. And just kind of like having the mind for wrestling and having the work ethic for wrestling, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. I, I credit like a lot of how I wrestle today, kind of just to those beginning years, I think. And like, him critiquing matches and critiquing training, all that kind of stuff. And I think, um, yeah, man, like he, I don't know. He always likes, he's, he's always like, you know, you were just, you, you just, you just, you just know how to wrestle. <laughs> it's like, uh, no, man, <laughs> I kind of fucking learned that from somewhere. Um, yeah, but he's, he's the man. Um, I, yeah, I'd suggest him to anybody for like training. Um, yeah, he's the man for that stuff. I mean, um, anybody that comes out of there has a pretty good mind about how stuff works. Um, yeah. Did you have any reservations or second get second guessing yourself after deciding to jump into training? Um, never initially, no. Um, cause it felt like, um, something that I'd always wanted to do. And even when it was like difficult or when, you know, obviously it hurt a lot or, you know, it was tiresome to like do all these drives and all this kind of stuff like that. It still um, felt worth it. And even like, like I'm not a big partier or like mm -hmm. any of that stuff. So I wasn't doing anything else in my weekends or like my weekday nights, you know, like <laughs> I wasn't, <laughs> I don't really have like much else that I'm doing, man. So, I mean, like it's, it was really, and it was really nice to like have something. Yeah. That I'm actually, it was, I was passionate about and I still am passionate about. So yeah i don't know it was easy yeah i mean so you decide you're going to become a wrestler what's your friends and family thinking at this point i'm assuming you had the support of all of them yeah 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 i did yeah it was really cool actually so like obviously all my family knew that i was super into wrestling just because of how much i watched it and all the action figures and stuff that i would carry with me everywhere um throughout like a lot of my childhood and my <laughs> young adult life um and I mean, like, yeah, it's, it seemed pretty obvious for everyone that I would eventually try and uh, pursue it. So, I mean, it was, yeah, it was nice because like all my friends would always come to my shows that were like in town and stuff. Um, and my family too, like my mom and my Nana and my sister and my like stepdad, we all, they all come out to like every single show that they can on like the island and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um so, I mean, it's, yeah, it, it feels really cool, especially like now still having it too, like five, whatever years in, you know, um, still having that overwhelming support too. Like I still get messages from my friends who I, you know, did trampoline wrestling with and stuff. And they're like, Hey, you know, I see you're fucking in a match with like Matt Cross or something, or, you know, it's just cause yeah, it's crazy. Like seeing like wrestling stuff that we knew about and then it kind of like seeing how actual like, me working into those scenarios is like it's it's crazy like even even like when like carlito came to town for the first time and like i had a match with him i'll pick up let me pick up the name I just drop the, <laughs> <drop> the name <laughs> um, <laughs> um 
it was just like mind blowing for like some of my friends. They're like, holy crap, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like I, I had like a Carlito action figure and like we used to watch Carlito. We thought he was cool too. We thought he was good. So yeah, I don't know. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's really strange, honestly, but like it doesn't feel like a huge, huge deal when you're like in wrestling, but like mm-hmm. once you kind of take a step back and think about like where you were and how you um, thought about wrestling at the time, it is like really, it is really cool actually. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So now for people who haven't seen your wrestle yet, uh, first off, how dare they, but right. um, <laughs> who would you say you take influences from when you're in the ring? Right. Um, I mean, there's a lot of dudes. Um, there's a lot of people that I like, uh, try and emulate kind of just not even like style wise, I guess as well, but also kind of just like, um, kind of like grit movement, kind of like overall, um, feel, you know, cause like a lot of people come out and they just like, before even doing anything, they just have, you know, a certain aura to them, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think a big person that I watch a lot is, um, Minoru Suzuki. He's a big mm-hmm. one. I watched the, so many of his matches and, um, like even, yeah, even before I started wrestling and stuff and watching new Japan, all that kind of stuff. Um, I, I've always been a really big fan of Kyle O'Reilly as well. Um, I've got to see him live a couple of times. He came, uh, through Vancouver once or twice before he ended up going to WWE. So that was really cool. Like seeing him and actually getting to like meet him and kind of being in the same like locker room as him. Like I wasn't even on the show, but I was just like already in wrestling. So I was like, I was, I felt like close to it, you know, just like so fingertips away from these like really cool people that I idolized. And um, yeah, I would say those are two really big ones. And then, um i've always really liked the briscoe brothers as well i thought they i I always like kind of like their um i think grit and just like they come off just like so mean and like so like yeah like mean mugging and just like like bad fucking dudes you know just like bad fucking dudes and that's what i want i want people to like come out and um just give them a look and that's all they need you know i don't need Mm -hmm. to do anything in the ring before people understand you know who i am um, and what I do, you know, so yeah, I'd say those are big ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, you mentioned, you know, training under, under Eddie Osborne and you've also mm-hmm. been able to tag with him as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that like, you know, he's your, uh, trainer, your teacher, and then you're out getting to share the ring with him. I mean, you're picking up stuff while you're teaming together too, I assume, you know, yeah. it's gotta be a different sort of feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a really good introduction into um, what was ECCW at the time. It was kind of my first introduction into like the Vancouver scene and getting off of the island, which was a really huge step for me at the time. Um, And Eddie was like a huge um, kind of... um, just person to to bring me to that point because obviously I was kind of unknown and I was showing up at shows and stuff but nobody knew who I was I was just kind of I was kind of around so then but everybody knew who Eddie was right so when mm-hmm. I tagged along with him and then everybody kind of gave me a chance obviously because I'm with Eddie freaking Osborne right and you're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna say no <laughs> to Eddie Osborne on your show right so I mean um yeah, I feel like it was um, a really good introduction into the entire scene. And, and and then obviously, yeah, too, like he was way, it was really cool being able to get different critiques from him as well. Kind of like, 
because um, in ring you get a completely different feel and you, and you kind of know what's going on. So um, you definitely get a different critique from like a, a tag partner than you would from somebody who was just watching the match. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was really important too. And then obviously we had um, a good couple matches in like my first couple of years as well, which really helped me as well. Um, just kind of learning you know what I liked and what I didn't like and kind of what I wanted people to perceive me as and what I didn't want people to perceive me as because I mean there's like the obvious um you know my, me versus Eddie is just like this uh this tiny little tiny boy especially <laughs> at the time I was like I was like 150 sop and wet uh, versus Eddie who's like you know pushing you know 260 I don't know he's, he's a big big fucking dude and he's a scary looking dude too so mm-hmm. And then um, it kind of made me understand more like I don't want that to be the whole story. You know, I want there to be layers to it. I want there to be, um, yeah, different aspects to my character that aren't just like the underdog or some bullshit like that, you know? Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, I think I think a lot of different parts and uh, are I can accredit to Eddie kind of in my early beginning years. And then even now, obviously, still talking to him and getting critique from him now yeah Mm -hmm. it's something you're always learning and i mean when you decide that you aren't learning anything more then you know it's going to pass you by it almost seems yeah so uh i mean you name dropped earlier and now it's my turn to name drop (laughs) because in the span of a week you shared the ring with bandito jeff cobb Mm -hmm. brody king and josh alexander i mean those are four of my favorites right there so that must have been just an incredible week for yourself yeah yeah it was um it was yeah it was so weird going into that time too because i was just like um i don't know it's hard to like it's hard to like gauge how how you feel you know about your own like self-worth and stuff so like being put into those positions against those kind of names and stuff um so it was just like so strange and like kind of surreal. Um, but then, and then once even like getting into it and then even like having done it, I think was a completely like all completely different like stages and feelings too, like um, which obviously it's going to be, but um, once it was like done and, and, and over with, I felt like a different like wrestler. I think like it was, it felt um like the whole playing field felt like different. Cause now I, you know, I, 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 I even just got to touch briefly these, like the, the top wrestlers in the world, like a couple mm-hmm. of them um, and get a sense of like, what is the bar? What is the expectation, mm-hmm. you know, for like wrestling, you know? Um, so, I mean, yeah, that was the, and it was, yeah, it was so weird because I just remember feeling like this, you know, this uh, on top of the world, crazy freaking, you know, feeling. And then um, obviously everything stopping in like March or whatever was kind of like, it, yeah, it was really tough, you know, obviously, mm-hmm. because it was um, a lot of momentum. Um, I don't think going down the drain, obviously, but it's just like, um, I think as far as like my peak, like, wrestling wise and feeling about how I was wrestling. I think that was like confidence, you know, so insanely high. And then, so I'm just kind of now building that back up and like being comfortable again with myself um, in ring and kind of like what I am able to do and stuff. So Mm -hmm. 
It's still taking a bit, <laughs> but I mean, like, I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm not back where that, that point was, but obviously I'm not getting Bandito and Jeff Cobb again anytime soon, so I kind of just got to do that by myself. So oh, Hey, fine. you never know. I mean, Bandito could be back, <laughs> yeah. so. uh, I mean, true. you mentioned the pandemic. What did you mm. do to kind of keep yourself, you know, mentally going you know because it uh, it could do a number on a lot of people and i know even myself yeah. you know there were times where it just it kind of really gets to you sure yeah so i mean I, actually through the pandemic i kind of switched gears pretty significantly i um prior to the pandemic i was working as like a cook at a restaurant um which was kind of just to meet ends meet and then i i didn't have any like sense of a career or anything um and I ended up meeting somebody who kind of led me into um support work and like um uh outreach work mm-hmm. um so I work in like um Vancouver and Burnaby kind of with people struggling with like homelessness mm-hmm. um and so that was I started working probably like February March um of the same like shutdown year and I've been working there in like that kind of uh, area uh, ever since. And so I think that was a huge part of kind of like keeping my sanity and keeping me like, because um, it felt like as much as I had to put wrestling on the back burner for the time being, because there was just no, you know, there was no shot of anything happening anytime soon. Right. So I just, mm-hmm. I, I still, you know, watched wrestling. I still, you know, worked out and did what I could, but obviously training was shut down. Everything was shut down, you know, like it was, um, it was really hard to like do, yeah, anything to be like, try, like even like say you're like being to do with wrestling. I don't know. I don't know. Like it was, a, it was impossible. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it, I think, I think that's the only thing that saved me was being able to like switch lanes and, and focus really hard on this other career that I'm actually super passionate about now too. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it wasn't something that I knew about before or no, I knew about it obviously, but it did, I didn't know something. It would be something that I'd be interested in. So mm-hmm. um, kind of like recognizing that and like these last two years kind of getting to face that has been really cool. Um, and I think it's like really nice too, to like um, not just have wrestling as like my, um, only outlet for like um what i what i what i want and all that stuff right like mm-hmm. if, I, if, if i didn't really like my job as much like if i was still like being a line cook or something like that you know like i maybe i wouldn't have been as happy um but um i'm really happy with the place i'm in right now just mm-hmm. i think yeah because of that and then wrestling coming back up obviously with it is is so insanely awesome um to be able to have best best of the both worlds you know yeah. um yeah so I think very few people I think can actually say that they truly love their job. And I mean, I know I I'm, I, I've worked jobs where I've hated going and I work one now that, you know, I don't hate going. So I think that says a yeah. lot. So to be able yeah. to have that, it, it definitely helps your inside, you know, yourself a lot. Super too. huge. Yeah. Big time. Um, now the out in Vancouver, the West coast, I mean, it almost seems like, you know, there's, it'll come like uh you know kyle o'reilly came from out there and then you had you know artemis spencer and el fantasmo nicole matthews and now it seems mm-hmm. like you're part of the next wave you know you got yourself and travis williams what's what's it like the uh vancouver scene right now i think it's booming um a lot um especially because kind of just of the 
the work ethic of the promoters we have here as well as the trainers we have here and then the students from underneath them um so i mean eddie's eddie and um eddie's running 365 on the island uh really mm -hmm. really awesome and then obviously vipw is on the island as well and they're always killing it like huge sellouts every time um like 200 people it's 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 such an awesome they've they've been so good for so long and then um with new starting and it being just the friggin' bees knees man like i can't say enough about new it's 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 so awesome right now like just the the venues and the way they treat the workers and and so so many different things like it just feels so different than like um a lot of other places you know um mm -hmm. and you really feel like you're actually um i don't know how to say it like like i think a lot of times in wrestling you kind of we kind of get treated like um and i guess it's kind of the scene too it's just like you're you're an independent worker right like you are an independent worker so you have to represent yourself right you get paid whatever you get paid you know you're an innocent you're an independent but like at new it does feel a lot more like um I don't know, just like a company, you know. I don't know, like a, a company that you can like represent and put on your and put on your back. Um, and that's not saying anything bad about any of the other promotions in BC. They've all they've all been like the best companies I've ever worked for, mm -hmm. um, um, because all all the locker rooms. That's the thing too. I think is BC. The locker rooms are always like so awesome. Like all the people there. There's no like toxicity in any of the locker rooms everyone's everyone's cool everyone's freaking cool man mm -hmm. um and that's like a huge part of it i think because i've you know i've been in locker rooms and aren't as aren't as fun as that or you can't say whatever you want to say you know you can't hang out with everyone you can't talk with everyone but um i think that's a huge thing and then again um like the training facilities like eddie's on the island and then um uh, the Lionsgate Dojo on uh, the mainland um, in uh, Surrey. Uh, just all the different students that they've been bringing up and stuff. It's just such a good core group of, of not only wrestlers, but like human beings too. Um, they do a really good job of just picking the right ones, you know? So um, I think all of those things together, um, it's just creating a really good time kind of to be a wrestler around here too. Um mm. And then obviously everything south of the border too, like in Washington, Washington's booming right now too, like Defy, WAC, um, 5CC, uh, fucking uh, Raid, you know, there's a bunch. Um, you're, you're doing my job for me because I was just about <laughs> yeah, to yeah. ask about your experiences with Defy, so. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, I mean, yeah, Defy, Defy is obviously its its own uh, entity. It's 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 really um, it's like, yeah, it's the closest I've felt to what kind of what new has been able to provide for us is that like company feeling is just like being, um, yeah, just be. I don't know, being treated like you're a, a real asset and like a an actual performer. You know, it's 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 a really cool feeling to. I don't know, kind of actually be put on this pedestal like you're a, a superstar because, <laughs> you know, a lot of times, you know, we don't obviously like you, you probably 
I've heard a bunch about, you know, kind of like how independent wrestlers and how independent wrestling is, you know, you drive, you know, however many miles you get, you get paid, whatever, which who cares, but like, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's just a bunch of like, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of dedication to a lot of different stuff. But sometimes when companies make it super easy just to like, you know, be, you know, show up, be a fucking wrestler and then you know go home i think that's really cool you know because it's 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 nice to just um because it's you know you if you want it to be your job right you kind of got to treat it like it is a job so mm-hmm. you know if you, if you show up and you know you work your freaking time you put in your you put in your hours you you put in work and then you get to go home afterwards you know right like you mm-hmm. i don't know so and then yeah so like it's like like i said with new like defy feels like um that same kind of feel like i really like representing them because of how they've put me on and how they've you know booked me and everything and how they treat me and all that stuff like it's it's insane i and and i love all the promoters there and i love all the other wrestlers there like everyone's so cool again it's one of those locker rooms where um it's a really good vibe the whole Mm -hmm. time um yeah you mentioned new and i mean i've been able to catch both the shows up on youtube uh you the first one uh your match against travis williams was the first match i've seen of you and i was i loved that match it was fantastic i appreciate Uh, it then the second one was nicole matthews i thought was even Mm. better you know you guys uh, you guys killed it so what was it like i mean you've kind of mentioned you know the the venue and that and the vibe i get from new is that it seems like a family there Mm yeah Uh, that's what comes across to me when i'm watching from the announcers to everyone in the ring but uh just talk a little bit about new and what they're bringing to the vancouver scene a little bit sure so it's just kind of like a new uh level of like um (laughs) pardon the pun god that's gonna happen like 10 different times so i'm just (laughs) gonna mention it next time um but it's it is just like yeah like a like a new vibe and just like a new like uh feeling to wrestling in bc like just the amount of work and effort that they're putting into the product and just like obviously you can see with like the cameras the venues you know the the announcers the editing all this stuff um it's a it's an insane amount of work it's the same amount of just like effort to put into us and into into to invest into us as well um and we obviously appreciate it so much too right because we we uh, everyone that works at new um, you know, previously uh, worked for other companies together. Um, so that's why it's already like, and then that's why it feels like such a good, like family, uh, you know, kind of feeling because everyone, everyone, you know, we're already like really good friends and it's just nice that we're all in like this environment now where again, we're being put on like this pedestal and being treated like fucking superstars and it's 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 a, it's such a really fucking good feeling um so i mean like i can't say enough good things about it because it's just it feels um really good to be at their shows and i mean like coming into it too like obviously as like independent wrestling too like sometimes you're like skeptical of like the because like when they first kind of pitched it to all of us you know we we're all like super excited but like at the same time um it's independent wrestling night right so you gotta keep like you gotta you know like you're kind of like hesitant you're like you know like i don't know if you guys are really gonna do this you know you guys are talking all this stuff you know um 
but then yeah they freaking followed through man like they followed through so insanely hard and and, and they, they've kept following through like they haven't stopped um and they've been completely transparent with us the entire time um and i yeah i don't know man i can't <laughs> i can't say enough good <laughs> things about them i don't know it seems like whenever a new promotion starts up no matter the level they're at you I think, you know, wrestlers or even fans take everything with a grain of salt because yeah. there's been so much that, you know, you get hyped up and it just it fizzles out right away. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, the third show is coming up soon, correct? That's correct. Yeah. It's uh, the 27th, I believe. <laughs> and, uh, what can the fans expect? So it's it's the beginning of the uh, the title tournament. So it's the crowning of the first ever, you know, grand champion, heavyweight champion, world champion. I don't know what they're going to call it yet. I have no idea. Um, but so that um, I think I think with a tournament too feels like a really cool start to things, you know, because um, they have their own ranking system which I also like as well. Um, not just because, you know, I'm like part of the top of the list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just, I, I like the idea and I like it being kind of more competitive and more like, like a sport, I guess. And kind of just keeping like, I like statistics and stuff too, you know, um, like I'm not a huge statistics person, but like as like a, as a kid, I'd like play like mini hockey, like with myself. And I'd always keep like track of like, games you know with, with like against teams and i would be like i loved like just like writing wins and losses down and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so um it gives me the same kind of like vibe <laughs> which I'm, i really like um and then so with the, the title tournament um and then kind of factoring that in as well i think it's a really good start especially bringing in um uh people from you know outside of bc as well um to kind of join in on like a really big night for bc wrestling because i think um yeah like i said they're they're setting a standard and they're in there they keep raising the bar right so Mm -hmm. um it feels right just to like um you know give them everything they got and i think i think that's the thing too that should be pushing people to go to these shows is every wrestler on that show really wants to like push the envelope of what um you know people expect from their performances you know every single person really wants to show up for this company so that you know they they keep going forward and um obviously you know advance in the tournament that kind of stuff and like there's like be the first freaking champion Mm -hmm. um so i mean like there's so much like um yeah i i think i think these shows are going to be really like detrimental for like the future of, of, of new and just like BC wrestling as a whole. Cause I think it is going to like set a huge bar and these are probably going to be like two of the best shows, you know, BC wrestling has ever seen. I think mm-hmm. um, like, it's going to be a dick load of wrestling too. <laughs> uh, Cause there's a lot of people in that tournament and it's just two nights, but I think, I think it's going to be, yeah, like two of the best nights in, in, in BC wrestling, I think. So um yeah, man. I say, uh, you know, obviously you're in Manitoba, but <laughs> anybody else, <laughs> you're anywhere near there. You got to make it out to those things. I mean, like, yeah, everyone's everyone's gonna put in so much insane, insane amount of work um, mm-hmm. into those shows. So, yeah. Okay, I got a few more for you, and then I'll let you go yeah. because I mean, I want you to be able to enjoy your night too. So, <laughs> fair enough. Thank what, you. What What are some matches that you've been a part of that stand out to you? Mm. Um. 
<sighs> well, I mean, I, you mentioned, um, I think a big one for me was um, my match with um, Josh Alexander. That was a, that was a really big one for me, kind of, because I was um, kind of the start or that was, that was part of that really big month for me. Um, and earlier on like January, th- it was, yeah, that was a crazy month. January 3rd, I faced um, Daniel Maccabe in the finals of this tournament for uh, 3-2-1 in Seattle. And that felt like a huge marquee match for me as well. Um, I ended I, I ended, I didn't end up getting the win, but just the match itself and just like being able to compete with uh, Maccabe, who's, you know, the, 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 one, of, one of my favorite wrestlers. And, um, you know, obviously like so well known across like everywhere. Um, and just kind of being able to like keep up with that pace and then, having people really like, you know, the match was, was super awesome too. But then also obviously having a week later, you know, flying out to Ontario and getting Brody King and Josh Alexander and kind of getting their take on things. It was just so much insane amount of knowledge, but um, feeling like I kind of uh, did my best (laughs) with Josh is like, uh, feels cool, but it really kind of even set the bar higher for me, I think, as far as like matches I was going to do in the future. I mean, like, because I was like, if this is like anywhere close to like how I want to wrestle going forward, then I got to step it up a lot. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah, that match pushed my boundaries a lot. And then, um, kind of more recently, I had a match with Travis Williams, uh, two actually, where we did, um, we did hour long matches. (laughs) So that was kind of crazy. Cause obviously I'd never been in a ring for an hour. (laughs) So, I mean, and then just, um, yeah, kind of, I think, I think, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard to really like say (laughs) how that like affected things, but it's like, it was a, it was a, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, now in the Vancouver scene right now, besides yourself, who else should people be keeping their eyes on? Fuck man, um, <laughs> there's so many people. <laughs> I'll let yeah, you I'm pump gonna... someone else's tires for a little bit. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna miss somebody else. I'm gonna miss so many people, but um, <laughs> I mean, like um, people that like people I hope to end up seeing even in like the new tournament. There's a lot of them. Like uh, on my bracket side, there's um, Miles Deville. Um, he just came back from Mexico. He's doing really well. He had a banger with Daniel Maccabe, um, on the Sunday event for new, mm-hmm. um, absolute banger. Um, and then Sebastian Wolf's on my side as well. He's been really tearing it up with new. I've been really impressed with him. Um, he's been impressive, uh, since the start. He's a really, um, he's really good. And then obviously there's like, Oh, my friend. So like Elliot Tyler, um Eli Serge they're you know two of the best I've, I've, I've been in the ring with and they're um everybody knows about them um who cares <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> uh they're 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 uh yeah they they they're they're gonna be they're they're awesome I don't know I, I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna pump their pump their tires too much because they already know how much I like them and Travis <laughs> as well he's he's fine everybody else already like Wanks him off and off. Um, I, I, the Booyah Reckon crew, they're awesome. Coco and Shug, um, they're the boys. They're coming up. They're really freaking awesome. They're really mm-hmm. fucking awesome people, too, man. Um, 
Well, BC. I'm trying to think. Um. Yeah, there's all my guys on the island too that are training with Eddie still. They're 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 coming up really well and they're 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 making a lot of progress. So I'm really excited to see kind of them come off of the island too and kind of make some steps. Um, because obviously everybody under Eddie is gonna do something um, <laughs> pretty good for themselves eventually. So, um, yeah, and then there's there's kind of a bunch of other people. I mean, oh, like uh, Reloaded, Jackie and Sharif. Um. They're on all the new shows as well. I mean, like anybody on the new shows is 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 there for a reason, um, because they're they're kind of the flagship, I think, of like what BC is 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 kind of pushing forward as like our marquee mm-hmm. um, people. Maybe excluding uh, a, like definitely a lot of the island uh, people, but that's just because hey, man, there's not, <laughs> not, enough, <laughs> not enough space in the shows. Like there's there's. There's the people itching and crawling from all over trying to be on new because I mean they're they're uh yeah, like I said, they're 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 pushing the boundaries for a lot of things for what BC and even like what Canada is kind of presenting right now to the mm-hmm. world. So um yeah, anybody that's on those shows and, and, and anybody that's on any of the island shows, I mean I could put over every single person <laughs> I've been on the show <laughs> with, I think. Um so yeah, that could go on forever. <laughs> Now, as a fan, what are some of your favorite matches? Oh, um, ones that I've seen live or just like ones that I've seen? On tape, doesn't matter. Just matches that stand out to you. Sure. Um, one of my, okay, well, one of my favorites I've seen live was at Defy, actually. It was one of my first shows that I went and kind of like helped out for um and it was artemis spencer versus shane strickland which is like come on you know um guaranteed <laughs> guaranteed guaranteed um absolute bangarooski um can't go wrong and it was it was so i like i think it's still my favorite match that i've seen live to this day um and then there was a, a fatal four-way at uh ballroom brawl with um uh, I think it was like Ray Horace, Artemis Spencer, El Fantasmo, and and Eddie Osborne. I think is who I think it was. Um, and that was one of my favorite matches I've ever seen live too. Um, I'm trying to think of just like my favorite matches though of all time. I don't know. I'm coming up with a blank. Um, I really I well, I want to preface this by saying I really love Batista. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's one of my favorites uh, of all time. He was like uh, my dad growing up. Um, <laughs> he was my uh, he was my father. Um, <laughs> so, God, I can't think of any. It's kind of like when somebody's like, "Hey, what's your favorite song?" And then um, you forget every single song <laughs> yeah. you ever listen to. Um, yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I can only think of like my live matches, but I, I have those ones down pat. I remember because those ones just like blew my mind. Like, never felt like emotion, you know, real emotion <laughs> from, from like just like live wrestling. It's just cool to even be a part of that and to like be a fan too in it. You know, it's really awesome because sometimes it's hard when you're like a wrestler and then you're like done wrestling, and then you like want to watch the other matches, but then it's like hard to like. I don't know. I I really like. Um, 
I really like just being a fan too. Like it's, it's, it's so much fun um, being able to like be in the crowd and just like the atmosphere and ballroom, like uh, the Commodore ballroom is like one of the best places um, I've ever seen wrestling at. So um, just the atmosphere is so insanely cool. So I hope um, I eventually get to wrestle there again. That would be cool. Yeah. And I mean, right now it's a great time to be a fan of wrestling because there's so much incredible mm-hmm. stuff going on. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a great time to be a fan. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Big time. So, uh, I mean, you're going to be on the next new show coming up at the end of the month. Do you have any other uh, scheduled dates coming up to. Yeah, I have a, I have a bunch. So, I mean, this Friday I'm actually at uh, destroy wrestling at the rickshaw theater in Vancouver. Um, it's run by uh, Cobra Kai. He's the man. um and it's like this kind of like freaky show they usually do like kind of like themed events um and destroy wrestling is kind of i don't know kind of like this all encapsulating theme um i think there's a bunch of like demon stuff going on this time though there was like one time i was like dressed up as like a cowboy that was pretty awesome there's another time um where I just wrestled like Mecha Wolf, <laughs> and I was like, I think it was it had to do with like werewolves in Paris or something, but I never watched the movie, so I didn't know how to reference it. <laughs> so I just wrestled Mecha Wolf regularly because I didn't know how to reference the the movie. So I was like, okay, well, um, I'm wrestling a wolf. That's close enough. Oh, and then I was the Matrix one time too. So I mean, the shows are really fun. Like you just, there's just like cool themes every single time, and it's not your average uh wrestling show you kind of get like a little little extra jazz on it <laughs> um and then after that i got yeah the next one i think i have is new um on the 27th that's the first um title tournament show and then the second is the uh, the like finals night mm-hmm. um those are both at the studio nightclub on granville strip which is freaking cool because i'm just gonna go wrestle and then party 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 afterwards i'm right on the strip baby can't have it any better than that um and then oh vipw is right after the new show so the new show is actually on like a thursday and then the third and the fourth is vipw on the island um which if you haven't seen them check them out because they're they're freaking amazing they 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 put on really good shows all the time and they've just started to like live stream and upload their events too so um and then you'll kind of get a taste of like the the island wrestlers that you may not see on the mainland as much um but they're there and they're freaking awesome man um and then after that on the 11th i have 365 run by eddie osborne um and then so i'm facing eli surge in that one which is a one i've waited for for a really long time i haven't faced eli in a really long time um and i'm defending my championship (laughs) I'm the champion. Uh, so, I mean, watch that. <laughs> uh, and then I think that should be it for the end of the year. Um, I'm hoping, you know, if uh, border stuff chillaxes, maybe I head down there a little bit. But if the tests are still running and stuff, I might not until the new year. But, you know, mm-hmm. things things clear up a little bit you might see me down there i don't know we'll see yeah perfect now if if people want to get a hold of you what's the best way uh all your socials and all that kind of stuff yeah um so i my instagram is actually just uh pretty easy uh it's just judas icarus you know no anything's because obviously nobody else wants to be judas icarus um it's pretty hard um and then 
Twitter, I'm at the Judas Icarus. So just a little variety there. I don't know why I couldn't just be Judas Icarus because I don't think anybody else is Judas Icarus on Twitter, but um, I added a the for some reason. Um, and then that's about it. I had a Facebook page <laughs> and I mean, it's still there, but Facebook won't let me get back into it. So, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of outdated. It's still got like a bunch of my stuff on it, but don't contact me on there because I will not answer. <laughs> um, Twitter, I'll answer. Instagram, I'll answer for sure. Um, but yeah, not, not my Facebook page. And then that's about it. I've been thinking, I have a TikTok, but um, I don't want anybody to follow my TikTok. <laughs> I, I do my own freaking thing on my TikTok, okay? Um, I like workout videos and stupid, stupid videos. Nobody has to see that. Um, I think that's it. I don't need any more social medias, man. I'm <laughs> maxed out. Maxed out with it is. I go, oh, yeah, that's way too much, actually. Um, yeah, that's a, yeah. I think that's the gist of it. It's perfect. <laughs> find me in person if you want. I don't know. Check. Find him at the next new show coming up at the end of the month. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Judas, thank you so much for uh, joining me today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Thank you so much to Judas Icarus for joining me on the Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast. Definitely shoot him a follow on all of his social medias. And if you're in the West Coast, check him out. And I mean, hit up your local indie promotion. Tell them to bring Judas Icarus into town because he is fucking fantastic in the ring. Definitely worth checking out. So thank you so much to him. And thank you for listening to the podcast. I truly appreciate it. I'll say it every time, and honestly, it means a lot to me that you're here listening to me talk about wrestling. So thank you so much for that. But if you're not following me on Twitter, definitely take a look up on Twitter, at GrainmakerPod. Shoot me a follow. Let's talk some wrestling. You can send me an email, GrainmakerPodcast at gmail.com. Let me know your thoughts on the show, if there's a special guest you'd like me to bring on, anything like that sort of stuff. Would love to hear from you. The podcast, it's up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts. If there's a podcast platform that it's not on, but you want it to be on, just let me know. I'll get it up there. And if you could rate, review, that sort of stuff, I would truly appreciate it. And up on Facebook, which it's mainly just me posting matches that I come across that I like, but it's still a Facebook page nonetheless, so Grade Maker Wrestling Podcast. So thank you so much for checking out this week's episode. I had a lot of fun recording it, and I'm thankful that you were able to join me and listen to me talk about wrestling. So thank you so much for that. We'll talk soon.